Well, how many have seen the newest gizmo if you're on Facebook, the year in review? How many have seen that yet? Yeah, what it is, I found out, because it said, Steve, here's your year in review, is that it takes the dates of all pictures that you've been posted in or that you put up there, and it puts them chronologically so you can quickly see your year. Everybody's doing it. I've seen a number of them. In fact, somebody said to me, wow, this really brings to light what happened in my last year. For me, it was pretty simple. There was a picture in January when I was installed here. It skips to June. And then December. So my year was pretty brief. But you know that phrase was interesting, brings to light. Something to make us think in retrospect of what has happened in the past. I don't know about you. New Year's isn't the time that I really reflect on the past year. It seems like it's at Christmas. I measure time in all the Christmases I've spent and all the different things. And I find myself on a night like this thinking back over the years and the changes that take place. Maybe that's the same of you. Maybe you're here tonight and something will bring to light for you. A memory tonight of, of Christmas gone by. Maybe your circumstance is quite different this year than it was in the past. Maybe you are here tonight because you're somebody that came out of obligation to the family. You really didn't want to be here. There's people there. I know that. Let's be honest. Some of you come just because grandma insisted or mom insisted you wouldn't set foot in a church. Other words, we understand that kind of thing. That happens. But I hope tonight something will bring something to light in your memory as we go through this service, as we hear those familiar words of the Gospel of Luke again, of the Christmas story, or maybe as we talk for a few moments about what Christmas is truly in this world, what it truly means. You know, light is part of this season. Christmas is often called the season of light. Well, no wonder if you go downtown and see all the lights in Rochester, Clark Griswold has nothing on Rochester. <laughs> it's beautiful down there, lights everywhere, and it's always just such a thrill to see the decorations that people put out and the time that they take in this season of light. Maybe too because tonight we will take candles and we will sing Silent Night as is such a tradition in many churches and that'll bring back a memory or something to light. Why do we do these things? Why is Christmas a season of light? Well, because Jesus, according to that gospel, there were shepherds abiding in the fields keeping watch over their flocks by night. Jesus was born at night. And what happened with those shepherds? Suddenly that angel was there and the glory of the Lord, light, suddenly shone around them. And so we celebrate light in this season. In fact, in John's gospel, as we began this service, we heard some of those words. John says this, in him, Jesus, was life. And that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. You know, John begins his gospel with the same words that the creation story begins with, in the beginning. And if we think back to that book of Genesis, we hear those words in creation where God said, let there be light. And so here tonight, we hear those words again about Jesus, in him was light. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me does not walk in darkness, but has the light of truth and grace within them. And so we celebrate light tonight. 
the light of Jesus coming into this world, bringing that truth and grace to each one of us. You know, light is an interesting thing. It does things and helps us do a lot of stuff in the world and different aspects. For instance, light can both reveal and disclose and expose different things. It reveals, for instance, think about sitting maybe in a dentist chair. You know how bright that light is when they're adjusting it on your teeth? We kind of would want that, wouldn't we? Because you'd hate that word that would happen in a dentist chair where you might say, oops, I couldn't really see too well. Maybe it's the other tooth. We want that bright light. We want it to reveal what it is that needs to be fixed. So it is, too, in our lives that the light of Jesus comes and reveals in our lives things that are broken, things that are in need of repair, things that need fixing. We're not perfect people. We make mistakes. We like to sweep it under the rugs and paint a perfect face. But in that light of Jesus, in the light of truth, we see what is broken. We see what needs to be repaired. Well, light also discloses things, things that are hidden. I know for me, as I get older, it seems like it takes a lot more light for me to see small things. For instance, if I'm working on a table somewhere on an electronic thing and I drop one of those tiny little screws on the floor, if I don't bring in a thousand watt light, I'm never gonna find it. I'm on my hands and knees, I can't see a thing. I've gotta have that light to disclose where it is, to help me find something that's hidden normally to me. Well, so it is also with the light that Jesus brings into this world, that it shines in our lives on those things that are hidden, things that we like to keep hidden, things that other people don't know. It shines in order that we might see them, that we might be honest with ourselves, in order that we might realize our need in life, our need for that Savior who came into the world for us. And then finally, light also in our lives exposes. You know, when I was a kid, we used to sometimes in the summer have sleepouts with neighborhood guys in backyards. And we'd kind of wait in the tent till all the parents went to sleep at night. And then we'd kind of roam the neighborhood, not doing anything really, but you know, you felt like you were getting away with something because it's nighttime and everybody's asleep. I remember one time we were down at our neighborhood that has its own beach and the beach closed at 10 o'clock. It was after 10 o'clock. We were down there and we weren't really doing anything, but somebody noticed a car in the parking lot and we kind of all spooked and didn't know what to do. And as soon as we said, hey, there's a car, one of those bright searchlights hit us. And I remember stumbling over a cement step and falling and having that light in my eyes. You can't see anything in one of those lights. We realized it was the police. And the policeman said to me, hold it right there, son. What are you doing? I said, not doing anything. He said, I couldn't hear you. What did you say? What are you doing here? I said, well, we weren't really doing anything wrong. We were just hanging out. I know it's closed and we're not supposed to be here, but, you know, is it okay? He said, son, you know, there's a, a law here. The beach is shut up. It's a reason that it's shut up and you're not supposed to be here. And he looked at me in that light. You know, you can't see anything. That light is blinding you. Everything's black behind it. There's nothing that you can see. You're exposed. There I am. He said, don't I know your dad? Yeah, yes, sir, you probably do. He's the pastor. That's 
That's what I thought. So I kind of hung my head. I said, well, I guess, I guess now I'm going to jail, huh? <laughs> you know, it was interesting. The voice behind that bright light that exposed everything in my life said, son, I'm not here to punish you. I'm here to protect you. You know, that's it, isn't it? We talk about the light of Jesus. We talk about it revealing things in our lives that need repair and need to be fixed. We talk about it exposing things for us that are hidden and put away and shining in us so that we have nowhere to go in the light of Jesus' truth. But the truth of that light coming into our world is that Jesus didn't come into our world to punish us. He came to protect us. And that's those simple words of John 3.16, which we know so much and we see so much, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever would believe in him should not perish but have eternal life. The next verse says very simply, for God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. You see, Jesus came to protect us, to save us, to take us out of the hands of the one who we were bound up in, the one who still tries to deceive us, Satan, who tries to darken our minds and tell us that all the things in our life are perfect. We're in need of nothing. We're self-sufficient. We've done enough. Whether we've been successful enough, whether we've given enough, whether we've achieved enough, all those things are enough in our lives. What more could we need? And that light of Jesus shows us that we are in need of a Savior. We are in need of one to protect us, to give us hope, as those angels heard that night. Don't be afraid. Jesus has come that you might have life, and that life is the light of men, the light that we celebrate at this time. You know, there were just a few that night in Bethlehem who had been told what was taking place. Mary and Joseph had been told by an angel what was going to happen, that they were to name their child Jesus, for he will save his people. There were a few others that were told that night, the shepherds on a hillside. Those who were told went to see. They heard the news. They heard the things that had been revealed to them. And when it came about on that night, when that star shone above, when the glory of the Lord shone on those shepherds, what did we just hear? They went with haste. Those who were told, those who heard, believed, and found just as they had been told, the scripture said. They found Jesus, the babe, Emmanuel, God with us, the gift given to us at Christmas time to protect us, to give us hope, to give us peace, to give us light in the darkness of this light. Jesus came that we might be saved. He came that we might have hope. He came that we might know forever we are accepted because of all he did for us. That's what we celebrate this night. We celebrate that he came not just to be a baby, but that the destiny that he had would come many years later on a cross where he would give his life, as we said, to ransom us, to protect us, to give us a place, to bind us together in everlasting peace, the peace that he gives us. I hope this night 
I hope this Christmas that you celebrate the light that shone in the darkness. The darkness can't overcome it. It will shine forever and it will shine in our hearts because that's what Jesus came to do. To give us that life, to give us that fullness of life, to give us that peace that we can't understand. Peace even when our world is falling apart. That's the message of Christmas. The light of Christmas. The season of light we celebrate. So tonight, you have been told and you have heard. And I pray, God, that you believe. And I want to leave you then with just this short clip. 